we try to use our own strength to get through our situations. But in something like this, you know, you have to rely fully on God, you know, and allow him to give you the strength to get through it because you just can't get through it on your own. You're listening to Altered Stories with Michelle Renee Gutch. Hello, Altered Story Show listeners. This is your chief storyteller host, Michelle Saunders Gutch, and welcome to my season two 113th episode, Kara's Defined by Christ, God's Story. Thank you for listening to my show that is part of the Spark Media Network and Edify app and helps Christian women share their God stories so women around the world can hear them and never feel alone. Friends, I wanted to wish all of you a very happy new month of September. In America, we just celebrated Labor Day and many have ushered in the start of the fall season. Here in Kansas City, it seems that summer is still upon us and temperatures are lingering in the high 90s. But I do know that fall-like temperatures will be here soon. Also, friends, I have a lot of exciting news to share. I was blessed to be interviewed on the Faith Horizons podcast and had a great conversation with Nathan Sack. A big shout out to Nathan for his support of Kansas City Ministries and the Altered Stories Ministry. You can check out his podcast and our interview friends on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or on the Faith Horizons website at www.faithhorizons.com. I also wanted to share, friends, something very exciting. My show has been nominated for a Spark Media Fan Award. Thank you, Sandy Williams. And I would love your vote. You have the choice of voting for me as best female host or best interview show. I would love it if you could vote for me and my show for best interview show, because if my show wins in this category, all the women guests who've come on the show, including my guest today, will benefit from the win too. You can vote now until September 23rd, only once, and you can go to www.sparkmedia.ventures slash ignite2023-awards. That's a mouthful, friends, but you'll be able to find it out there and you can vote for the Altered Story Show for best interview category. And I will also ensure the link to that gets added to the show notes. And for those that do read our newsletter, it'll be in there as well. And friends, do share with your family and friends as well, because we really want as many people as wanting to vote will vote for the show and thanks in advance. So, friends, my last bit of exciting news is that Altered Stories Ministry has a new board treasurer, and his name is Aaron Lunicky. He's from Columbus, Nebraska, near Omaha, and you can check out our website for more information about him. We're so excited. Or our social media pages. Special thanks to all of you who've prayed for me 
as I work to find the right person to join our board in this very important role. So enough of me, enough of all my announcements. It's time, friends, to get this show started. I'm excited to bring to the mic my special guest, Kara Losh from the KC area. She's the daughter of John Losh, who is a fellow podcasting friend of mine. And I met Kara through John as he referred her to the show. And friends, I'll give you just a little tidbit about her and then I'm going to let her share a lot more. She's a writer and author and Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome Disability Advocate. So now I'm going to bring her to the mic. Welcome to the Altered Story Show, Kara. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on today. Hey, we're so excited to have you. Is there anything else about you personally, Kara, like some hobbies or anything you might want to share with the audience that will give them a little more insight into who you are? Well, outside of um, being a receptionist during the day, I'm also a photographer on the side. That's cool. Where do you take pictures? Just kind of all over um, or, or more people? It tends to be all over. Um, I try to mostly, I prefer the Northland. Uh, you know, I'm not a huge fan of South of the River, um, but I have taken all over. And like I said, I've done weddings, you know, I've done families, I've done seniors. That's pretty cool, Kara. I bet you're really good at that. So I know we always need great photographers. And my husband and I are planning on moving to the Northlands by the end of the year. So, you know, I'm always going to look for a new photographer. So we might have to chat. (laughs) That'd be great. Okay, cool. Well, you know, Kara, um, as you and I've spoken, I share women's transformational God stories. And I know each woman has a different perspective around why it's so important women share their testimonies, their God stories. But I would love to hear why you think it's important for women to share their stories. Well, I think it's important for women to share their stories because we all need community, right? And if people don't share their stories, we end up feeling alone in our situation. Okay, that's great because I think. Without having heard some of the stories I've listened to when I was going through struggles, and even now, it's so critical. They're so uplifting, and especially when it comes to unifying and unity and, you know, bringing in some kind of commonality with another woman. So thank you for sharing. And, you know, I think our audience would love to hear from you because you are a disability advocate for EDS. Can you just tell us a lot more about it, educate us so we know um, more about this? Yeah, so um, Ehlers-Danlos Syndrome is a connective tissue disorder, and it's a genetic, um, it can either be passed down by the parents or sometimes the genetic you know, variant creates itself. Um, but you are someone who has it, they are born with it but they don't necessarily show symptoms right away. Some people do in childhood and some people it doesn't happen until they're adults. Like it happened for me and they don't know why some people have it happen in childhood and some have it happen starting in adulthood. And it causes a whole myriad of issues from dislocations, subluxations, chronic pain, 
you know, problems with our cardiac heart, problems with the, you know, GI system. And so I said, it's just because it's connective tissue disorder, we have connective tissue all throughout our body from, you know, our heads to our toes. How are you doing with this right now? Are you under some kind of medical care to help you mitigate pain? Um, not to mitigate pain because they haven't been able to find, you know, some kind of solution for the pain. Although I did find um, from a festival that I went to this weekend, uh, they some kind of like pain gel. And it, it worked well while I was there. But, you know, I haven't used it again yet. So we'll see if that helps but I am under um, medical care for all the different health issues it can cause. And so my primary care takes care of most things, um, but I'm waiting for um, a cardiologist appointment in the September. Okay. Are you extra sensitive to temperatures or anything like that because of this? It can be for me. It's um, the heat and for other people it's um, sensitivity to the cold. Okay. All right. Well, thank you for educating us. How long has this disorder been identified? Um, so there hasn't been really enough research. And like I said, I've tried to look into the history of it, but I haven't found like, you know, who created the name for it, how it came to be, who had the first symptoms. I'm still looking into that. Have you met anyone else that has this or are you able to connect with others to help you, you know, as you go through this? Yeah. So here recently I was able to meet three to four other people who have it in person, but I've been on a lot of online support groups uh, since I got diagnosed in 2021. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing. That's really important, you know. So, you know, Kara, we've talked about so many things. And I think what our listeners really want to know from you is how your Defined by Christ God story began and kind of share and walk us through it. And I know you're an author too, and just, you know, tell us, you know, what you can and how your book maybe is, you know, tied to that or, you know, just step us through. You've got plenty of airtime here. So we want to hear from you. Yeah, so my current book is not tied to this because I wrote a book a while back about um, being bullied as a child and how I got through that. Now, that is, you know, part of my God story throughout my life. Um, but in this case, um, it's with my, you know, disability. And the symptoms started about right before I turned either 19 or 20. And I was having like all these weird symptoms like tremors and seizure like episodes. And I started going to doctors to try to figure out what was wrong. And they, you know, would just, you know, tell me that I was crazy, that I was just stressed. I didn't know how to manage, you know, stress, you know, that I'm a woman, you know, that's how women are. And I just kept going to get another opinion because I'm like, you know, well, that this can't be it because, you know, I don't know anybody else with these symptoms. So how could that be? And then uh, it took several years to find out uh, what was wrong. I said, you had to just keep going from doctor to doctor to doctor. And then finally, um, someone suggested that I see an internist. So I found a local internist close to where I lived at the time. And they were the first one who were willing to say they believed me, that I wasn't crazy. And even though they said they weren't sure what it was, they were willing to do anything to help me get a diagnosis. And they sent a bunch of referrals out. And then finally, in 2021, I saw a rheumatologist and I shared my story with her and everything I'd experienced and all my symptoms. 
And she just told me, she said, I know exactly what this is. I know what's causing your pain. I know what's causing your symptoms. And she told me that I had hypermobility spectrum disorder. And, you know, she told me all about it, that it's a, a lifelong condition. There's no cure. There's no, like, approved treatments for it. But I just had to learn how to put my joints back in and how to, you know, deal with my chronic pain because they didn't have any specific things that they knew how to treat the pain. And, you know, that's one thing where you just, you have to turn completely because a lot of times we try to use our own strength to get through our situations. But in something like this, you know, you have to rely fully on God, you know, and allow him to give you the strength to get through it because you just can't get through it on your own. Yeah. So tell us, let's talk a little bit about how you came to Christ. I mean, so did you come to Christ through being diagnosed with this? I mean, did this draw your faith in deeper or were you raised in a Christian home and leaned on your faith when this trial came or or just share with us a little bit about that? So I've been raised in a Christian home and I actually um, became a Christian when I was four years old. My brother, like, uh, because we both went to church together and he became saved when he was three. And then he continued to talk to me about it and he led me to Christ when I was four. And so, like, I just continued to lean on my faith during this, you know, trial that I never expected to have, you know, as a young person, only, you know, 26 years old now. That's hard to process. I mean, that's really, did you notice any symptoms at all prior to, you know, the onset? I mean, did you notice anything? Well, we did make some connections after the diagnosis because, it took some time. It was the online support group that helped us learn some of the connections from when I was a child, even though there was no like specific medical symptoms that we knew of. Um, I had a hormone imbalance that they found when I was a child, but they didn't know what the cause was. And we found out through the support group that that's one of the things that, you know, the EDS does. And then I had learning disabilities, you know, growing up and they didn't know why that happened either. And it turns out uh, the condition can also cause neurodiversity, which causes learning disabilities. Yeah. So talk to us a little bit more about that. Like when you say learning disabilities, is it processing or is it in one particular area? I mean, I'm just trying to understand, you know, that impact. Well, for me, it's about two things. One of them is like certain processing um, a lot of things that some adults find easy, I find very difficult to understand and trying to figure out and problem solve. I have difficulties with that. And then um, there's one particular subject because I'm pretty much good at most subjects, you know, growing up in school, but math. And, you know, people would just tell me it's going to click. It's going to click. You're eventually going to get it. You know, but to this day, I still like struggle with every bit of math. You know, I never really, in high school, I didn't pass the math class. I had to go to summer school every year. And it was always blamed on me. They would say, you're not trying hard enough. You're not applying yourself. But if I wasn't trying, I was going to before school help, during school help, after school help. I was being tutored by friends. And so for people to blame it on me, even though we were doing everything we could, you know, it's mind-blowing. Yeah, it is. And I'm so glad that... You are out there now trying to educate people so that they understand how to work with students, you know, that are maybe dealing with this um, because 
it is a little different. It sounds like than you know, ADHD or ADD or dyslexia, some of the more popular, you know, uh, disabilities or learning disorders, you know, that have been out there. And so yours probably is exasperated from what I'm hearing, not just are you dealing with the learning piece, but you're dealing with all the other physical pieces. So um, tell us more about your ability to lean into your faith. Like, give us some examples of when you've really had to do that. Well, when I first got diagnosed, I had trouble accepting the fact that they were telling me that I was going to be permanently disabled the rest of my life because, you know, I was a teacher at the time and that pretty much meant that at some point it was going to continue to progress and get worse. And so I would eventually have to give up my teaching job. And, you know, I started walking with a cane, but they said that I would need more mobility aids and I would have to stop, you know, all the exercises that, you know, I was doing to stay healthy and, you know, help my body because it was actually making the condition worse. And like I said, I just, you know, it was my faith that got me through that because, you know, like that is, that is hard. You know, when you're only in your twenties, you know, it's, you know, you're not an 80 year old yet. (laughs) You don't expect to be disabled, you know, as a young adult and you're having to give up so many things that you loved and that you never imagined not being able to do. You know, Kara, I know your dad, what a loving dad. You have the right dad for what you are dealing with and encountering, right? Your parents have been a great support system, I'm sure, you know, and I think that's really important too, is that you have the family support that is needed as you go through these types of transitions and changes, you know, and not only that, your family has had to adjust, right? I mean, to how how is... How has that impacted them? I mean, I know you're a little bit about, you know, how your parents support you there from seeing you out at the Nehemiah Festival, you know, when you had your booth and everything. But and I know you you have your, you know, all your marketing and your branding and you're out there trying to make a difference. But, you know, talk to us a little bit about like how your family dealt with this. Well, it was definitely difficult for them because even before I got diagnosed, they were pretty freaked out because my aunt, um, which is my dad's sister, she was diagnosed with Parkinson's a few years before that. So they were just like the whole time trying to get a diagnosis because some of the symptoms were similar to Parkinson's. They just were scared. Like, what if it's Parkinson's because my aunt has it? And, you know, what if it's something that can't be fixed? And, you know, what if it's something with a short lifespan? you know, what's going to happen. You know, they were just scared. They didn't know what to think. They just wanted me to get an answer. They wanted to know what was wrong. And then my mom, I remember when I told her the diagnosis, I think I remember that she kind of had a hard time with, you know, because I really think they, you know, towards the end when I got the diagnosis, I really think they were starting to believe that it was something that could be fixed, that could be treated and it would just go away. So when I told my mom that I would have to have more mobility aids, she kind of was like, what, a wheelchair? And I was like, well, I don't know. Yeah. How are you doing with that? Are you able to walk okay? Or do you need that mobility from time to time? 
So I use crutches and a wheelchair to get around because I can't get around without any, like I have to have mobility aids at all times to get around. You're adjusting, it sounds like. I mean, it's a transition and a change and an adjustment to something that's come into your life very unexpectedly. Is there a favorite scripture that you really go to so that you can keep centered on who you are in your definition of a Christian and being defined by Christ? So my life verse is Philippians 4.13. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. And I think it's important that people understand the, the context, you know, because a lot of people think, you know, oh, I can climb a tree or I can do this or I can do whatever I want. But really, it's talking about I can deal and I can have and, you know, I can do hard things because he is with me. That's a really insightful way of sharing that because, you know, God never promised that we weren't going to be without struggle, right? We are all broken. We all have things that come into our lives. And unfortunately, you know, we have sometimes to process and God sometimes gets the blame because people don't expect that, you know, these kind of things come into their lives. And we do live in a fallen world and sin came in and through that, we're just not perfect. I know a lot of people don't let those things define them. And it sounds like you're not letting that disability and what you're enduring define you. You're letting Christ define you. And that's something I have to explain to some fellow believers sometimes, because a lot of people think that because I have a disability and because I have something wrong with my body, that I have to be healed on this earth and there's no other option. And I tell them our purpose on this earth isn't to be healed from all of our afflictions. Our purpose is to further the kingdom. That's what we're here for. And that's what our ultimate purpose is. Yes. And giving God the glory for everything because, you know, we are beautifully and wonderfully made, but he does want us to share the gospel as believers. He wants us to give him glory in all things. And that's, challenging, right? When we're going through things and there's disappointments and, and expectations of our lives. And, you know, we all go through disappointments. That's a thing. And we all do have areas that need healing or need, I mean, I always see it as we all have disabilities. We're just different, right? I mean, in yeah, many a, go ahead. So I was going to say, there's a quote um, that says, um, without Jesus Christ, we're all spiritually handicapped. It's very true. That is very, very true. So tell us a little bit about what you're doing in your advocacy now. So I'm doing a couple of different things. So I have a Facebook page, um, Kara's, uh, Zebra Warrior Kara's Journey. And that's where I share my story. Like I said, I can, people can share their story with me. You know, I try to share other people's um, content from their pages from different disability advocates. And then um, I'm going to try to have more booths like I had at the Nehemiah Festival to spread the word and try to get volunteer services for other patients in the Kansas City area. So there's a lot of need for that and people don't know about it. And then sharing my story like on your show and other podcasts. Yes. So friends, if you're listening and you're a fellow podcaster, reach out to Kara because 
She really needs our support and our um, just our love for her as she walks this journey through. It's kind of in a new area. You know, I often think of Johnny, you know, Johnny Erickson taught what happened to her and her ministry, her wheelchair ministry. And, you know, God just, you know, never chose to heal her. You know, she had a diving accent swimming and she was so athletic and everything. And then she, you know, got in this accident and, you know, she became a paraplegic. And it's amazing how she's been able to do what she's been able to do. And I'm assuming you probably got some kind of artistic bent in you, Kara. Um, do you ever draw or do anything like that? <laughs> well, I definitely wish I could draw, but I've lost dexterity in my hands because of the condition. So <laughs> I can't draw, you know, worth a darn. But um, why should I use my photography in that way? Okay. Well, that's good because we'll definitely want to also support that because I bet you do an, a very outstanding job um, in your photography. And also, I wanted to see if you could share with my listeners. So for those that may be struggling with disabilities and they just don't think anybody cares, Kara, they don't think they're being heard, they're being bullied, people make in front of them. They're not, I'm not saying that that's all of the case because we've come a long, long way in our acceptance and inclusion, but we're still very, in my opinion, um, we, we need education you know, we need to understand. And so I would love to know what words you might have for someone that's listening that is really at their breaking point or maybe just not sure where to turn. Well, like I said, like I would encourage everyone to um, find a local church because like I said, that's where, you know, all of us need is a community and support. And that's the best place to find it. And like I said, if you don't know Jesus, you know, that you're not going to get through it on your own. You never are. We can't, you know, on our own strength. You know, we need Jesus, you know, to give us that strength. So definitely find a church, find a community. And like I said, there's lots of resources, you know, and support groups online. So if you're having a struggle with something, you know, you can get online and I bet you can find a support group. And then like I said, anyone that can find my Facebook page, Zuber Warrior Cares Journey, you know, I'm a listening ear. I am happy to be a listening ear for someone that needs someone to listen and, you know, be a support for them or be a shoulder, you know, to cry on. Oh, it's so needed. And, you know, the mental health of many is, is rough right now, you know, just because of everything we've gone through and the changes and, you know, just where our world is, you know, and it's, it's rough. So having Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior is our foundation and others like yourself, that are willing to reach out and to help those that may be dealing with, you know, your syndrome or other disabilities have lived it because so many people want to talk with somebody who's been going through it or, you know what I mean? So they feel like there's somebody that cares and can relate to them. One last question, <laughs> describe your day, describe like how, how your day how your day goes with how you're dealing with this um, that might be helpful. Yeah. So like I said, I try to get up at seven o'clock AM for work 
And, you know, it's kind of slow going because like I said, mornings are just getting harder and harder on me. And so I have to like find a way to drag myself out of bed and then decide what's, you know, going to hurt first thing in the morning. Is it my legs? Is it my arms? You know, sometimes I'll pop out a joint in my sleep. So I've got to put things back together like a Lego set. And then I get ready for work. I take care of my dog. And then I head off to work. And like I said, every day is different. Like some days I have less pain than others. And then other days I'm like, come on, work day. It's got to be over because like I don't want to be here because I'm in so much pain. Um, you know, and then I, like I said, I still try to continue on with the normal life. Like I said, I still run my errands and, you know, I'm still heavily involved in church ministry, especially on Wednesday nights. That's about to start up for the new school year for the children's program. And like I said, I spend time with my family and my cousins and my friends. Well, it sounds like you live a very fulfilled life, albeit you're dealing with this, but yet, you know, you are standing on your faith and then in God's strength and you're not letting this define you. You are defined by Christ, you know, and that is so important for all of us to, and we can learn that from you. So you're definitely an inspiration, Kara. And I really appreciate you taking the time today to come on the podcast show and share so authentically what you've been through, what you're going through, what, you know, what's ahead for you and I'm looking forward to getting to know you better and supporting you through your advocacy. And I really hope someone listening today or two will reach out to you too to bless you because you've been so courageous with, you know, stepping into this advocacy and sharing. And, you know, it's it's tough. It can be tough, you know, hard days, right? So I thank you. I thank you from the bottom of my heart, Kara. Your dad has got to be so proud of you. And um, friends, I will be posting this episode up on our website. And thanks again, Kara, for sharing your God story. And until the next show, friends, be heard and be healed. Altered Stories Ministry is a faith-based, nonprofit, and women's evangelistic storytelling ministry located in Overland Park, Kansas. If you enjoyed listening to today's story, your family and friends would probably benefit from hearing how God works in the lives of women all over the world, too. So please, subscribe to our show and share the link to this podcast. Share it on your social media. We also welcome your valued feedback on our stories. Also, we'd appreciate your prayerful consideration in sponsoring one of our future God-glorifying stories and welcome your tax-exempt financial donation. To find out more on how you can support our ministry, you can log on to our website at www.alteredstories.org.